Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks podcast. This is Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. And on today's mini episode, we are going to talk about how to deal with the complainers. Now, this is going to be a mini episode, but there is going to be a lot involved in this mini episode, mostly because complainers are rampant. <laughs> Honestly, complainers are complainers are everywhere. You know, they're they're in the work environment. Some of you might have heavy complainers in your home. You might be married to or dating a complainer. You might be best friends with the complainer, uh, which was my circumstance in the past. And we are going to talk about how to socially and properly deal with complainers, how to navigate them, how to understand if somebody is a complainer versus you know just a pessimist, and how to actually functionally and tactically manage those conversations. And you know, even to the extreme side of things of how to cut them out of your life if that's a necessary thing to do. And obviously that sounds a little bit harsh in terms of cutting them out of your life, but for some people, that is actually the action that is needed. And so why this is coming up is at the last event, uh, we just recently launched in New York City, and at the event, we had a great conversation. A question came up around what is the biggest challenge that you're facing in your life right now? And one of the people said, one of my best friends who I've been friends with for over a decade is just so negative, is such a complainer. And I feel like they are a drain on my life. They're a drain on my relationship, on my health, my mental well-being. And as we got onto this topic, a lot of the other people in the room identified as having people in their lives, whether it was at work or in their family, who are just incessant complainers. And so, so let's dive into this really, really quick. What is the difference between an optimist, pessimist, and a complainer? Well, very simply put, the optimist sees the glass half full. We've all heard that analogy. The pessimist sees the glass half empty. So that fits into the analogy. But the complainer, the complainer is somebody who sees everything wrong with the glass, everything wrong with the water, and everything wrong with the table that it's sitting on. And so then when they walk into a room and they, they get a, you know, a glass of water, the glass is chipped and the water isn't hot enough or cold enough, there's not enough ice or you know, a table's dirty or whatever the situation may be. And so these are the people that are extremely negative that are in our lives and they're notoriously difficult to deal with. And uh, hopefully you're not one of those people. Uh, if you are, you know, keep chiming in because this is very important to hear. But, you know, with chronic complainers, they are generally the people that see negativity everywhere that they go. And oftentimes this is either because of an upbringing or it's because of a certain situation that's happened in their life, uh, or they just feel like life has beaten them down. You know, Every single situation that's happened, they see the negative in that, and it sends them down into this complaining spiral. So how do we deal with complainers? Most often, people try and resolve the complainers' issues. And this actually enables the complainers more. It's kind of like pouring gasoline onto a fire. Have you ever had that conversation with somebody who's, you know, really complaining about something and you try and use the phrase, oh, you know what, it's not that bad. Or you try and cheer them up by seeing the bright side of things or show them, you know, showing them the, the optimistic side of things. And they just can't seem to hear you. They can't seem to like see what you're seeing. And all they continue to point out is the negative parts of what seems to be going on. 
We've all had that situation happen, and it's one of the most infuriating things because you interact with this person all the time, and all that they do is bring up more and more negativity, whether it's in the work environment or at home. So how do we deal with them? Well, first and foremost, we need to practice listening and affirmative body language. And so what I mean by that is we actually need to hear them out to process or understand their side of what seems to be going on. So even if the complaint seems like completely absurd and ridiculous, instead of you know discounting what they're saying and rolling your eyes or trying to walk away or you know moving your body away from them and sort of signaling to them that you're not interested or disengaging, actually engage with them. I hear you, nod your head, you know, affirm what they're actually saying. Not that you need to placate them and not that you need to sort of go above and beyond to make them feel like they're the most special case in the entire world. But for the most part, complainers are people that just want to be heard, first and foremost. But secondly, they usually just want to vent, right? They're the people that like walk into a room and they get agitated by a bunch of stuff. And then they just want to like verbally vomit into a situation and complain about something. So most of the time, if you hear them out and you don't try and fight against them and you don't try and like give them the glass half full situation, they actually will just, you know, not wear themselves out, but they'll actually just run through it. And at, at some point, they'll be able to move through it and, and, and just kind of like release what's there. And you'll be able to shift the conversation. Now, one of the biggest pieces in order to do this is to be able to validate what's going on. Clearly, in their world, in their perspective, something is either wrong, something's you know gone wrong that they want to complain about. And oftentimes what I like to remember in those situations and what I what I you know encourage people to remember in those situations is that behind every complaint and every criticism there's an emotional need. And so most times in those situations when somebody is complaining, let's say it's your partner and they criticize you or complain constantly about a specific behavior that you have. Oftentimes or if you've forgotten to do something, oftentimes that's actually an unmet emotional need that they just don't know how to communicate or they don't know how to express. And maybe they don't even know that it's there. Maybe they don't even know that that emotional need is actually within them. And so it's manifesting as a really big complaint and criticism. And that's why oftentimes in relationships, you know, the complainers, they bring up the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And they're constantly criticizing the same thing. It's like, it's almost like they're stuck on a loop and they, they can't seem to get off of it. And so one of the quickest ways to do that is actually to validate what they're saying. Instead of pushing back on it, instead of arguing with them, instead of showing them what you've done right or what is working well, actually just validate their experience because oftentimes they're stuck in that loop because nobody's validated their internal experience. I'm going to say that again. Nobody's validated their internal experience. And this is really, really important. Anytime that somebody has a complaint or a criticism, oftentimes if they're stuck on that, it's just because that loop is, is playing over and over and over again. And so we want to help them actually move through it. Secondly, we want to be able to be sympathetic and have empathy towards what they're going through. It's not enough to just, to just simply validate like, yeah, you're right, or what you're feeling is right, but to actually have empathy 
towards what they're going through, right? To be able to say, you know what, that actually does sound terrible and or, you know what, that must be frustrating. What's going on for you that this is causing you so much agitation? Or why does that bother you so much? How does that make you feel? Those types of, of questions are actually going to help them uncover some of those feelings. And this might be a little bit of a, of a, of a challenging analogy, and it's not exactly politically correct, but you know, for most people who are are the chronic complainers, oftentimes they're emotionally blind in a lot of ways. They can't see the emotions that are coming up and they or they ignore them entirely, but most times they're just blind to the emotions that are present. And so they lash out and they complain about all the things that are going wrong in their external environment because they don't wanna look at or they don't know how to look at the issues that are happening on their internal environment. The other thing that I'm going to preface with all this is you want to try and really avoid advice. And I know that that sounds counterintuitive because for most of us, when we see somebody complaining or we see somebody that's stuck, we automatically want to jump into helping them and we want to give them advice and we want to help them move through it. But the reality is, is that for most people, that doesn't help because you're actually giving them And I'm sure that you've all experienced this. You're actually giving them more ammo to bitch and complain about. So if you're in in a work environment and they're complaining about the manager or the management team or, you know, how much work they have to do or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and you try and offer in some advice or you try and offer in a different perspective, oftentimes that's just giving them another reason to complain about. And we've all been there before. So the best way to do it is to actually ask and elicit advice. And so what I mean by that is if you want to to share your opinion, ask them. Just simply ask them, do you want my opinion? Do you want to hear what I have to say? The answer might be no and, you know, be okay with that. Um, But the answer might be yes. And so you can offer up your perspective in that space. A lot of the times complainers are so used to eliciting advice unintentionally that it frustrates them. And what I mean by that is that they will enter in a situation, they'll start complaining about something, and somebody will automatically, without being asked, give their own advice. And for the complainer, they never feel heard. And so they continue to be in that cycle. And so one of the best things that you can do is enroll them and get their permission to actually offer up your own perspective. I'm going to say that again because it's really, really important. If there's nothing else that you take away from this from this episode, please take this away. You have to, have to, have to enroll people and get their permission in order to have your side of the, of the story or your perspective or opinion actually heard. If you don't get the your perspective, if you don't get your uh, permission, people will never really hear you. So that's that's another big one. And then in terms of how to deal with people in a long-term relationship or in an intimate setting with people that you really know, uh, that you've spent a lot of time with, and you know they're constantly complaining, one of the best things to do is to really start to drop in from an empathetic place to understand what's actually going on for them. So with your partner, you know, if your partner is complaining a lot and, you know, he or she is really struggling at work or whatever the case may be, 
to really start to understand, to ask questions, not just about the details, because this is where most of us guys really get stuck. We get stuck asking about the details and the logistics of the situation so that we can analyze the situation and then provide some form of a solution. But oftentimes, that's not actually what's needed. What's needed is for us to really hear what's going on and to ask questions, to continue to elicit information about the emotional state of the other person, whether it's a man or a woman. Because again, complainers are often people who emotionally are, are, are blind in some sense to their own internal emotions. And so the best thing that we can do is to uncover what those emotions are so that you're basically helping them see what those emotions are. Lastly, if none of that works, if none of this works, if you've tried all of this or you feel like you've tried absolutely everything, there is a very respectful way to begin to move away from that relationship. Most people want to basically just cut ties, you know, cut and run, um, but that, that doesn't really necessarily work. It might work for you, but it's not going to work for them. And people feel bad about that. So one of the things that, that I've done personally, and I had to deal with uh, a friend who I had grown up with, and he had always been a little bit negative and a little bit lazy and a little bit, you know, complaining. But over the years, it just got worse and worse and worse and worse. Up until the point in our late 20s, it was just horrendous. And he did nothing but complain. Every single time I talked to him, every single time I saw him, it was just nothing but complaining. And I don't know if you have somebody like that in your life or have had somebody like that in your life, but it is so frustrating because you care about them, you love them, and you want to see the best for them. But it's just infuriating in some ways. So what I ended up having to do was over the course of time, instead of giving advice, I tried all of these things I just talked about. And while things started to shift, it just wasn't enough. And so at some point, I basically sat him down and I said, hey, listen, I want you to know that your negativity and your complaining has a really negative impact on me. And it's actually challenging for me to continue to be a friend with you because you're so negative and you know that you're negative, but you actually don't seem to want to do anything about it. And in that moment, he was very confronted and obviously, you know, resisted that, that conversation. Um, but basically I said, if, if you can't seem to work through this and if you want to continue to complain and be negative and you just want to be in this space, then I don't know if this friendship is right for us anymore. Basically, I was breaking up with him, right? <laughs> and and, uh, and I, I kind of made that joke actually in the moment. It's like, listen, like I feel like I'm breaking up with you and it's for a reason. And he had identified that he was in a really, really low place. And I said, you know, I, I feel like maybe we should take some time apart from each other. I'm not going to text you anymore. And I would encourage you to actually go get therapy. And I had tried to get him into therapy for a long time to go and see an anger management counselor and to go see a counselor to actually get, get some real support because he didn't want to hear or listen to the people in his life. And it took me as one of his best friends saying to him, I don't want to spend time with you anymore because it's having a really negative impact on me. It took all of that for him to finally, a month and a half later, go and get some help. And then he made some huge, huge changes in his life in terms of shifting his job and shifting his perspective. Now, that doesn't mean that he's perfect by any means now, um, but he is a hell of a lot better. So sometimes in our lives, we need to be able to sit those people down that are closest to us and, and really have 
the, you know, not the, not the come to God conversations because that sounds a little bit dramatic, but have those conversations that reinforces that A, you really care about them. B, that, you know, their negativity and their complaining is having an extremely negative impact on you and, and your health. And C, if it doesn't shift, that your relationship dynamic is going to change. And sometimes that hard line is really enough for people to make change in their life. So that's what I have for you today is a little bit of a longer mini episode. I hope you found value in that. If you want any clarification points whatsoever, reach out to me, info at mantalks.ca. You can just address it to me personally. I would love to hear your thoughts. Who in your life are you struggling with right now? Is there somebody in your life that's a complainer? Is there somebody in your life that is, is just miserable and you don't know how to deal with them? If so, write me, let me know what came out of this podcast and what actions you are going to take in order to try and make a difference. Uh, until next week, this is Connor Beaton. Join me next week for another inspiring conversation on our mini episodes.